Welcome back, lords, ladies, and lovelies, to Black Girl Tea Party. First things first, let's get right into the brew. Aaliyah, what's brewing for you out there in the world? So this week, I was scrolling through Netflix, and I saw that they put the iconic Sister Sister on there. Girl, I'll be watching every episode. Um, I'll be binging that soon. Um, and so that is what's brewing for me this week. Yasmeen, what is brewing for you? The Academy for the Oscars has instituted a new diversity guideline for the prestigious category of Best Picture. The representation and inclusion standards will take full effect in 2020. Uh, From then on, movies will have to meet two to four guidelines to qualify for the Best Picture category. To qualify for the on-screen representation standard, at least one lead or significant supporting actor will need to be from an underrepresented racial or ethnic group. The storyline will need to focus on an underrepresented group, including people with physical disabilities or the LGBTQ community. This development, I think, kind of really puts a perspective on where Hollywood's at right now. But I honestly, to know how I feel about it, I'm going to have to see it in practice because just reading the standards, I feel like I already, I, okay, because it's not just about like being represented on the screen. It's about like underrepresented people having like full characters with depth and, uh, you know, thought put into them. So I think it's one thing to have like diverse people in a film and then it's another thing to like really care for them and create them as characters so I am actually really excited to see what this does for the best picture category like is it going to be like checking off boxes now or are we really going to be seeing more fully fledged out like really deep characters and if that's the case I'd be really excited and if not then ooh girl And with that, we're done brewing. It's time for tea. An art comes in like so many different forms. You know, you have like drawing and you have music and you have writing. Like all of those are different forms of art. That was Jacqueline Lamoth, a student artist and founder of Blue Sky Designs, who came to interview with us for this week's Tea Time. I had always been one to take photos of like everything. Um... Like, literally anything that I experienced, I was, I just had my phone or my iPod, or I, ha- I also have these really old cameras, and I would just take pictures and videos of them. But I- and that was student photographer Chance Allen. This week, we will be talking about Black art. Yasmin and I talk with some Black artists on our campus about their work, and for this episode, you'll be hearing our interviews with them. So I guess my first question is, um, and it might be kind of silly, but what does art like mean to you? Um, I think of art probably as something, obviously it's an expression of self. Um, and I never really thought of art as like, um, a very conventional thing. Like nowadays, um, of course, like art is really being pushed like towards the mainstream right now, which is like absolutely great. But like um, sometimes I feel like it's like being a little, it's held in a very like um, 
high pedestal like oh you have to do this to, to like have art but it's like no that's like that is an expression of myself and that's just I the way I naturally like how it naturally comes you know so like it's put on this really big pedestal nowadays which is fine but like it can be very intimidating especially like coming up with new ideas and things like that but I really do appreciate art um and art comes in like so many different forms you know you have like drawing and you have music and you have writing like all of those are different forms of art and not even just like necessarily like you know writing in like the conventional like styles of art probably like you know of course like life in and of itself is art you know so yeah 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 that's it so first, I want to know, like, how did you get started in doing photography? Um, I really got started, I think, I think the first time I really can note was back in high school, probably like junior year was when I was really interested in it. Um, I had always been one to take photos of, like, everything. Um, like literally anything that I experienced, I was, I just had my phone or my iPod or I, ha I also have these really old cameras and I would just take pictures and videos of them, but I never really started taking it seriously until junior year of high school because there are lots of people around me who were, um, doing it as well. And we kind of just bounced off each other. And from there, it, it just grew into something that. I enjoy it thoroughly to this day. Um, like ever since I was younger, I always loved drawing. I mean, it's like that's one of those things where like it's stuck with me and it has stuck with me for a long time. I am a journalism major, so like writing is like like one of my niches, but like I had to like grow into that element. With art, it came naturally. So that was one where, you know, like the classes I'm taking now, like they're only in a, an embellishment to what I like have had. Um, but like really like coming into like how I could express myself in my art, like that took some time, like specifically when I was in middle school. Um, I remember there was this one time where this girl, like, I noticed her, and she was drawing, and she was, like, way better than I was with drawing and everything, and I wanted to get, like, mm -hmm. on her level, so I tried to, like, copy her and imitate her, and I was like, wait a minute, like, you know, my art is my art, you know, what I come yeah. up with, like, if I try to copy somebody else's, yeah, you can be inspired, there's a difference between, like, inspiration and, like, blatant copying, and I was doing the latter, so it, it worked to the point where it was, like, you know what, like, you know, you just have to, like, live in your own element, and that's when it really, like, the ball really started rolling in that arena. Yeah. No, that's really cool. I'm glad that you were, um, like, able to find your own personality and individual individuality within your art yeah. form. I, mm -hmm. uh, my next question is about what, do you have an inspiration and what really inspires um, you? Uh, it's so funny because like, 
where, where I like garner, where everybody like basically garners most of their inspiration is from their family. But the crazy thing is like, like literally everyone, like my immediate family, like they are very, like my mom is a teacher. My dad, he's very good with numbers and math and whatever, and he has a little house business. And my brother, you know, he's not really into all of that. So, like, I was, like, the only one in my family. I'm, like, an odd duck mainly in my family. But, like, in that sense, probably, um, I don't really think I had, like, an inspiration for, oh, I want to draw because of this person. Like, I don't know. It just, honestly, like, divine point but divine appointment and divine timing is really it you know there's some things you just don't you just can't explain and I think that was like one of those things that was like given to me you know by God to do so I embrace that (laughs) yeah no as you should um yeah I think I get lots of inspiration from really people that I follow on Instagram I follow a bunch of other photographers and artists in general, um, especially lots of ones who kind of do more like black content um, and almost like showing the more so positives that are within black culture and everything. And because, um, you know, like I'd say like each photographer has their own sort of style and technique and look once the photos are finished and I'll take little things from um, various photos that I'll see from other bigger photographers Um, and even just day-to-day things that just generally look aesthetically pleasing um, and apply it to the pictures that I take or at least attempt to. What what would you say your aesthetic is I really don't know but I think the one thing that I can say about a lot of my pictures is that they're very they're darker or like they have they're a little bit more like moodier if that's even like a good way to describe it yeah Um, like even though some are like bright there's a mood with it kind of softer um and then some just have more shadows and they're like just literally darker when it comes to it so um do you have well I guess do you follow any black artists and what do you think art means specifically like in the black community so there's um a girl named Makeda Sanford um, this guy his name's Braylon Dion. Um something else. This other guy, his name is Alex Goan. Uh, I uh black art is truly like one of those things. It's just like uh it's just it's amazing. It's great. And then that's like nowadays, like um black art has like taken like a world of its own and it's not even necessarily like music as much anymore well it is music of course but it's also like actual art and people like you know making and creating things with their hands so I do I follow like a lot of artists on Instagram and whether that be musical artists whether that be like um, graphic design artists 
you know, I try to like follow and keep up. And it's just really nice to see, you know, that, like, especially right now, where, um, you know, back in the day, like, um, our art forms were silent and hushed, you know, and only the people who could make art were, weren't us. They, it wasn't us, you know, because we were, oh, you have to do work. You have to work with your hands, you know. So, but now we're in this time, in this era where, like, of course, like, you know, everything isn't free. You can do whatever you want, of course. But there is a sense in which, like, um, it's become more acceptable. And I really do love that. So, but uh, I just love, I love everything about Black art. You know, it's great. And it means so much to the Black community, especially right now um, with all, like, the riots and the protests and the voting stuff happening um I specifically remember like before all of that started like really like coming into fruition and taking place there were no like infographics about you know mm-hmm. social justice that appeared as much as my on my timeline as I've, mm-hmm. I've been seeing now and people have been very creative with how like they want to express like social justice like issues and what you could do to help and xyz so it's been great to be able to ingest all of that. So specifically from a black perspective, I love it. <laughs> yeah. No, I think it's key that you mentioned like all the different forms that black art can take. Because, and I think that kind of mirrors like our experience because, you know, it's not monolithic. There's not like one way to live right. or like express your blackness. And so I think having like all of those, um, I think all of those mediums are like really key for liberation or just like, feeling good yeah mm-hmm. yeah so tell me what do you think is important about black people seeing themselves represented in art i think it's important because the media already has a very big um a very big grasp on the way that people look at themselves and we've already seen for our generations and generations way before us how easy it is for um, black people in general to get like lost within themselves, I guess is the best way to put it, and not show the characteristics that are unique and natural to us and change them into other things, whether it's through like our hair or the way we talk or the way we dress and things like that. But seeing the natural us is much more important um, and good for us to see so that we're not just living false lives. Yeah. Like, is it difficult, like, to find people who are, like, using Black bodies and also kind of, like, particularly, like, African-American themes in their art? Not necessarily, really. At least not for me. Because, um... Like, I'll find, like, one person um, who's doing, like, exactly what you said, and then they're following other people that are doing more just in their own various ways. So it's kind of like a chain type of thing. And I come across more and more, and then depending on the content that they're putting out there, um, I'll give them a follow, or, like, I'll be liking them or saving their photos, like, to look back at later for um, inspiration or whatnot. So for me, at least I can say it's pretty simple. As long as you like, I, it might be a little bit more difficult to 
about them initially, but I do think there's a lot there uh, to explore, a lot of black artists to explore, really. Did, I guess, growing up, was it hard seeing yourself represented in the art? Actually, it's so funny. No, because literally, I hear a lot of people talk about, oh, yeah, I was never seen on TV. I was never you know, seen around. I did live in the suburbs, but I was surrounded by a whole bunch of black people, which is so funny. Like, you know, and even growing up, like, and specifically in third and fourth grade, the school that I went to, we already knew the national, the Negro National Anthem. We celebrated Black History Month every February. I could tell you a black man, you know, created the traffic light. I could tell you all of these, like, black inventions, even from a young age. So that was never really a problem for me. It wasn't until I got to my school that I graduated from. And also that was like the first time I ever like met like anybody other than a black person. Like I had never met a white person. I had never met an Asian person, Indian person, Mexican, whoever. Like I was just surrounded by black people for the majority part of my life. So when I got to my new school, I was like, oh, wow, like, this is a whole new different world. And this really is, like, the world that we're living in. I was just, like, you know, I guess, like, in my own bubble. <laughs> so, um, but, like, with TV per se, like, I grew up, like, watching, like, Cartoon Network and Disney Channel. And I was, like, in my own little world as a child. So it took me, like, a little bit to realize, oh, wow, like, representation and everything is an issue. But, like, growing up, that was never really much of an issue because I was surrounded by Black people, like, 24-7. So, yeah. (laughs) I actually did. Um, It wasn't necessarily photography fully, but my God, um, but first of all, my godmom and my mom are heavy music people. They love jazz. And so we, um, me and my, uh, my siblings were always surrounded with lots of jazz and music in general. And then my godmom also paints, sketches, and draws. And so she has her art all around the house. Um, and even more recently, I know she started, like, sculpting, um, and we also did lots of music when we were younger. So um, art in general, it's just been around. But then, um, at least for myself, I think the, I'm really the only one that kind of stayed with something artistic like that. And I just happened to be photography, I guess. Um, but yeah, so like it was there, but it wasn't photography specifically. That was just me exploring I guess is the best way to put it yeah I do know I read in the paper the spotlight on your own business so um tell me a little bit about that okay so it was so funny um it's so crazy because like this like thought of this business actually started like in eighth grade, I believe. I always wanted to like have my own business, but I didn't know like what I wanted to sell, and I wasn't exactly sure. So I I told my mom I was like, "Hey, mom, I want to sell my art, whatever." But you know, it was very like novice stuff, so I wasn't really in my element per se yet, and I wanted to sell like on Etsy. 
but I completely like forgot about that. And so my mom reminded me of it this, um, this summer during quarantine. Um, so basically like this summer during quarantine, um, you know, I was drawing, but I knew also that I had like a graphic design course that I had to take, um, this semester. So I wanted to get acquainted with the software and, um, you know, just like putting out like different graphics and drawings. And I immediately like loved it. I loved it so much. Um, so I wanted to like turn those into stickers and like, you know, spread them in a way that could like promote positivity and light and hope and all those all the good fuzzy stuff. So that's yeah. where blue sky designs came into fruition. And right now, I mean, I haven't really been able to, like, invest as much right now because of school and, you know, the busyness of it. But I really do hope to um, actually expand and have, like, my own business apart from Redbubble um, and sell, like, maybe shirts and definitely still sell stickers. But, yeah, so that's where that came to light. <laughs> yeah. No, I think that's awesome. I think that's awesome. You're starting your own business, doing what you want to do. You've got a plan. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, my last question. Um, so what would you say to a young black artist who is just kind of getting into art or getting into photography? I would say to not give up and to keep your options open. I think sometimes the worst thing that you can do is to restrict yourself to certain things and not keeping yourself open to even things that you think you won't like. It's kind of deconstructive. So stay open to new ideas and um, people critiquing your work as well. Try new things and... Also, don't get stuck to just, like, what you're comfortable in. And that was kind of redundant, but <laughs> um, <laughs> it's just really easy. I think it's really easy to get caught up in um, what you know that you – in what you know you're good, at, you're good at and stepping out of that box and continuing further to try new things. Like, I know for myself, I've never really been good at, like, night photography, and I know sometimes I try and do that <laughs> because it is somewhat harder just something as simple as that trying and not stopping because the more that you do with repetition the better you'll become so whether you're taking photos take photos every single day literally if you're painting paint every single day literally or if you're even singing sing every day or as much as you can and I think that's how you get better and you'll start to see your work um flourish and become something that you didn't think that it would be before. What would I say to a young artist? I will probably say, like, keep growing in your element, you know, um, and just keep trying, really, because um, it can be very intimidating because there's already, like, a whole bunch of art forms out there and, you know, there's people, like, a very high expertise and, you know, high skill level, but don't be, like, hindered by all of that. You know, you can grow into that. You can probably grow higher than that, 
you know, you never know what you can do until you try. And especially, like, right now is a great time to, you know, come into your element as an artist because there are so many people trying to, you know, have those voices speak for them in their businesses and in their, you know, forms of, like, whatever they're trying to do. So they're always trying to get new voices. So I would just say continue, you know, um, growing in your element, always look for inspiration, you know, anything can take form of inspiration and, you know, just keep trying, keep going at it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Do you have any um, final thoughts, any like last words? It's something that I didn't ask you that you are desperate to put out into the universe. Mm, let's see. Um, well, number one, I just want to say thank you so much for um, allowing me to do this. I've never done this before, so this is great. So thank you so much, number one. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, at Black LT Party, we are, yeah, our goal is to uplift black, uh, black voices and really just put ourselves out there, talk about things that empower us and our agency and our passion. Yeah. So, yeah, thank you yeah. for being great. Of course, thank you. And then also, like, never let your blackness, you know, dull by this world, because it's so easy for that to happen, Um, especially in the line of creativity where we are. You know, it's very taboo for black women to be artists. It's very taboo for black people to be artists, unless they're doing a certain thing that has, you know, um, been appointed for them to do in certain situations, you know, so just continue to shine your light and, you know, just be great. So, and whatever you do. So. And that's a wrap for our episode this week. Aaliyah, where can our listeners find you? I am at It's Aaliyah Dorsey on Twitter. That's at I-T-S-A-L-I-Y-A-H-D-O-R-S-E-Y. And I am at Leah underscore Alexandria. That's at L-I-Y-A-H underscore A-L-E-X-A-N-D-R-I-A on Instagram. Yasmeen, where can our listeners find you? Well, you can find me on Instagram at Yasmeen underscore S-A. And as always, please follow us at Black Girl Tea Party on Instagram and search Black Girl Tea Party at Black Girl Tea Time on Twitter to stay up to date with episodes, what's going on with us, to sip tea with us. You can also send us an email at blackgirlteaparty at gmail.com to send us questions, ask us advice, or just, you know, if you're trying to talk, also, please subscribe. We just got approved for Apple Podcasts, so please rate and review us on there so that new people can find our show. Once again, thanks for listening. Remember to love often and with all your heart. We'll see you next week.